Cole here from Games, Brains and a Headbanger Live, GBHBull.com for short. And I have the absolute pleasure to be speaking with Craig and Lum, guitarist of the simply legendary thrash metal band Heathen. Craig and it, thank you so much for your time. How are you doing today? I'm good, thank you. Thanks for the interview. Um, looking forward to uh, finally getting the new Heathen album out. It's been a uh, long time. <laughs> no kidding. Um, about the year then in general though, but how have you been coping throughout 2020 as a whole, obviously now that we're living in the COVID times? Well, um, I'm a homebody, so uh, okay. being home hasn't been a problem for me. Um, you know, obviously it... It caused, uh, you know, us. It caused us to cancel our tour dates uh, for this year. Um, the album was delayed by about three months um, because of COVID, uh, and it and it really ultimately it was it was more related to um, retailers uh, focusing on you know taking things that people needed at the time uh, when the pandemic first happened. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. masks, gloves, stuff like that. And they weren't taking new music. So uh, we had to had to delay it until they were ready to take new music. So uh, other than that, you know, just do everybody in the band is just kind of doing whatever they can to um, stay sane and stay safe. And we're just all focused on sort of promoting the new uh, the new record. Absolutely. Uh, and do you think you managed to keep positive throughout this time considering that isn't always the easiest thing to do um no i mean i i haven't had an issue with it personally mm. um I, i'm kind of a positive guy <laughs> and uh i'm just you know doing whatever i can to sort of adapt and survive and um you know uh change is on sometimes unfortunately part of life and we just have to deal with it you know there's nothing we can do about about uh, COVID-19 or not being able to tour. So I'm just trying to focus on the things that um, that we can control and, and, and make the best out of it. Absolutely. Can't put it any better than that. And of course, as of the time of this recording, we're now less than two weeks away from the release of Empire of the Blind. A very long time coming. Does it feel good? Uh, it absolutely feels great. Uh, you know, we... We signed with Nuclear Blast in 2012, <laughs> and I actually started writing music for the album that, um, that year and probably had uh, half that record written by 2014. Um, so, you know, we had a, a delay of about five years there where we didn't really uh, do, you know, we really just couldn't focus on on writing and recording because both Lee and I were playing with Exodus. Mm. So, um, you know, we, we had a huge, uh, heavy tour schedule with them. Um, I think they did more touring for the blood in blood out album than they had ever. Mm. Uh, so, you know, we were just, frankly, we were just busy. And every time I had a, a, a break, uh, I would, you know, come back and re recover and then, <laughs> And then uh, write some stuff, but you know, it, it just for something like this, it, it, the way that we work and the way that uh, we write, it really takes uh, a lot of focus, and we like to take our time with it. So, 
Um, we spent all of 2019 working on the record, uh, either writing or pre-production or recording. So, um, you know, we're definitely happy to have it out. It, it came out great. We're really proud of it and can't wait for the, the fans to, to get to hear the whole record. So when work began then, or I guess when you really focused your mind on it in 2019, what was the goal, so to speak, in regards to how you wanted it to sound? Well, uh, Lee, David, and I talked about it while we were touring for the Evolution of Chaos. Oh, yeah. uh, and we sort of uh, collectively decided that we wanted to have the, the next album be a, a combination of the songwriting and sort of epic feel of the songs from Victims of Deception and the Evolution of Chaos, but mix them with the shorter um, arrangements uh, song arrangements from Breaking the Silence. Oh wow! And oh, wow. so that's kind of what we what we tried to do with the new record. Really, was to keep the you know keep the same writing style and feel of the songs, but have them be a little more concise. Do you think you've achieved that? Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, it seems to me that we were able to do that. We just, you know. We don't put any rules or, or regulations on what we do at all. So if somebody had written a, a you know, 12-minute epic, we wouldn't have not included it or anything. <laughs> uh, we just, you know, the, we just had a general idea of how we wanted to proceed. So, you know, I mean, the, the first song, the well, the first two songs on the record, there's an intro and then the first track, The Blight. Those are really one long song. Um, it's, it's just that they're split up in the track listing, um, in case somebody wants to get right to the meat and potatoes. So, yeah. Um, you know, I mean, it, it, we have a couple that are basically approaching that six minute mark, which is still not short, mm. but then we also have some that are in the three minute, you know, three to four minute range. So I think we did it. Um, you know, like I said, we're really proud of it. We focused on songs and the songwriting and uh, and still trying to you know give the songs as uh, that epic feel and give them as much uh, detail and depth as we could. Oh, fantastic! And from how you're speaking and what you've said already, you sound pretty confident about the release. That fans are going to embrace it and what heathens sound like in 2020. Well, yeah, I mean, we're we're confident with the record. That's that's for sure. As far as um, how fans receive it, you know, who knows? That's mm. one of those things we can't control. <laughs> um, you know, thrash metal fans. Uh, there there are sort of, I think, two categories of the thrash metal fans. There are the fans that are, uh, you know, very picky and particular with what they like in their thrash metal. True. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, and then there are other ones that other fans that just want to support the genre at all. Mm. So, you know, it, it seems to me that there are the, the younger fans have put a whole bunch of rules and regulations on what thrash metal should be, um, in terms of, you know, what tuning you're in and what speed the songs are and all mm. that sort of stuff. Mm. Um, you know, heathens never followed the rules and, um, we kind of just write whatever sounds good to us 
And that's uh, honestly, that's what thrash metal always was when it started out. It, there, it was about breaking the rules. Mm. And, um, and so, you know, we have a ballad on the record. We have an instrumental on the record. We have fast stuff. We have slow stuff. Uh, you know, you name it. We it, There's a lot of variety. So um, that's pretty typical with the Heathen album. You get a lot of variety and a lot of different stuff. And um, so we, we tried to deliver all of that in the music and the lyrics. Well, absolutely. I think you certainly delivered variety. What about the reaction to the singles so far? Is that something you've been paying attention to? Uh, yeah, I mean, you can't help but do that when you put mm. your babies out into the world. You want to know how they're how they're <laughs> being received. Um, you know, it seems like we've got, uh, you know, we got a, a really good reception for both singles. Yeah. Um, you know, um, and and each one of the singles that we have released including the one that's coming up uh with the album release you know all the songs are are different um yeah. the blight is a what we call a burner it's a fast one um it's it's got a lot of notes <laughs> and uh and then empire of the blind is more epic uh sounding and then the, the next single will be more sort of accessible songs so we've got a little bit of everything that that we're sort of putting on display i guess with the singles and mm-hmm. And uh, and we'll see how people like each one. You know, there's a lot of a lot a lot of stuff on this record, um, and I think there's something for everybody. Mm. Would you then say to any twenty the release of this album that this is Heathen having a bit of a resurgence, as it were? Um. Yeah, I mean, I mean, when you're gone for ten years, what else could you call it? <laughs> uh, you know, it's. Um, I don't know if it's a resurgence. I mean, we're basically taking what we did on the evolution of chaos and and taking it to the next place. Mm. Um, this band never repeats itself uh, from album to album. Each one has been different, and they probably always will be. Um, that's just you know. That's just how this band is. We don't want to. We're not comfortable, sort of, just rewriting the same songs over and over again. If that makes sense. So, if is it a resurgence? Uh, I don't know. People will. Some people will see it as a continuation of what we've always done, and you know, some people will will see it, um, you know, as something different. Mm. So, that's that's okay. It, Absolutely, it, we're happy with it. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, as you said, when you have a long period of downtime, particularly in the modern era and how oh, fast yeah. everything moves, you kind of get forgotten about. I mean, you can put a single out and and after a couple of weeks, it's already forgotten about. It's crazy how short of an attention span everything mm-hmm. has these days. But, um, you know, we just, we're just going to do what we can do. It's going to be a little bit of a challenge to sort of promote this album. Uh, because we can't tour, yeah. So we're just going to find whatever ways that we can to to keep it um, in people's minds over the next uh, few months. We've said it then, and the question has to be: Do you think Heathen are well equipped when it comes to the modern dealings of being in a band and promoting a record, the social media style of things, and constant stream of content and so on? Uh, well, I mean, it's, 
it's certainly different from what the band has done in the past. Yeah. Um, I would say that, um, you know, this band is traditionally old school mm-hmm. <laughs> mentality wise. Um, you know, the, our approach to writing and, and everything else, you know, it's about, it's about songs. It's not about some flash necessarily. And so, um, it's certainly different for us. Um, we're, we're using social media and we're doing, um, you know, we're, we're doing everything that we can to sort of promote at the same time. There are a lot of things that bands that are doing, you know, that are sort of not able to tour are doing right now, like playing yeah. Uh, yeah. virtual concerts and stuff like that. To me personally, mm-hmm. it's like watching a band rehearse. I mean, it's like, who cares? me but that's uh you know i mean live concerts are about the interaction between the band and the fans yeah and that's what makes it special so to me watching a virtual concert especially paying to see something um if a guy if a bunch of guys want to get together and do a collab jam i think that's cool you know but paying to watch a band rehearse basically like eh I don't know. So it's some of the things I think everybody's going to just be trying different things. It's mm. hard. It's, it's hard to, um, to keep things relevant for bands. A lot of bands that finish their album at the same time that we did have, are holding on to it and not releasing it for yeah. probably, probably for a year until they can tour. Um, we didn't want to do that. We felt like, uh, we made our fans wait 10 years already. <laughs> Why make them wait another year? Um, and, and the additional you know, three months as well. Yeah, well, and that was that was out of our control. Yeah. Um, but you know, we 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 wanted to get the music out there. People need entertainment right now, um, and you know, not not just because of uh, you know, sort of COVID nineteen and and not being able to get out of the house, but also with everything that's going on in the world. Um, people need entertainment, and it's. Um, it, you know we're ha- we're happy to get it out there and who knows i mean maybe we'll we'll see how our our how much time we have available to us and how long this goes on and mm. per- perhaps we'll get another heathen album uh in a much shorter time frame oh yeah of course <laughs> <laughs> well thrash itself ups and downs you have these peaks you have these valleys and we tend to as a fan base go through these periods of championing bands and then throwing them to the side so you get the likes of yourselves who have consistently been around what is it do you think that makes thrash so undying compared to other genres um well i mean there's sort of – there's a commitment to um, – there's a commitment to it in terms of how to, uh, you know, how to how to play it. And um, there's, a, there's a dedication not just from the bands but from the fans. Mm. Um, I, I think that that – I think that dedication is – quite honestly, there's a, a large group of metal fans that are that dedicated to the genre. And that's why it's lasted so long. Um, it didn't just fade away like some other, you know, kinds of music have. Um, you know, I'd I'd like to see bands get back to the album format. Um, I'd like to see them um, uh, stop avoiding doing things that they used to do, uh, like ballads. Oh, yeah. um, you know, there are a lot of bands that were really good at that. Three even thrash bands. 
mm. uh, or heavy or super heavy songs or, you know, just more variety. Um, it seemed, like I said before, there seems, seem to be a lot of rules these days about what can be done. And so I think that's affecting how bands, um, write, to be honest. Uh, they're not doing some of the things that they used to, and they're certainly not fo- focusing on the album as an album. Um, and what I mean by that is, is albums these days seems seem to be more of a collection of songs rather than something that's an, a real album where it's thought, not, not just the songs are thought about, but the track order and the, you know, the pacing and, um, and creating something that, that you really want to listen to the whole thing, if that makes sense. Um, oh, absolutely. Uh, but I, you know, I mean, uh, you know, they, the, uh, these bands are persistent and, and I think about all the bands from when I grew up as a fan that are still around and still doing it and not just still doing it, but still doing it really well. Um, and in, it's, in, it's pretty incredible to be honest. <laughs> Uh, you can't say that about a, a, a lot of the other music that came out at that same time, you know, in sort of the mid, late 80s. Um, so it's pretty impressive. And, you know, those of us that that do it, um, we do it because we love it. So, And it must absolutely warm your heart at shows. Um, and you see say a 60 year old man standing alongside with a 15 year old boy and both of them are in tune and headbanging away and show that wide appeal i guess of the music yeah i mean it's 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 sort of turned into a family thing you know uh the 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 guys who are my age or older that grew up listening to this music are bringing their their kids now and um and turning a whole generation of kids onto this music which is i mean it's it's awesome um you know you think about you think about uh some music that people grew up with and and they try to turn their kids onto it and they're like uh why would you want to listen to that uh <laughs> but, but this this music's you know it still has that um I don't know what you want to, what you'd call it. Um, it, It's this sort of that, that aggressive and defiant, you know, vibe to it Mm. that appeals to, to kids. Um, So I think, you know, I think it's awesome when I see that in the crowd. I mean, um, you know, Lee always pulls kids up to, uh, uh, out of the crowd to play his guitar and stuff at the end of the <laughs> Exodus and Heathen shows, you know, I mean, we, we love seeing the younger kids in the, in the front row. It's pretty awesome. You can hear in your voice, you still very much have a strong passion for the music. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, it's, let, let's put it this way. I don't think anybody that plays um, metal uh, and tries to make a living at it, <laughs> Uh, I don't think that they do it for any other reason because they love it that much. I mean, you know, it, there's a lot, there's a lot of frustration and, um, you know, it, it, it's not an easy way to try and, and make a living. Absolutely. So you have to love it. Um, that's, it's the only, it's, it's the thing that drives you. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I completely understand that. 
Right, last but not least, aside from the release of the album, are you predominantly the band um, focused on plans for 2021 then, seeing as obviously getting out live this year is near impossible? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> we're doing what we can to sort of reschedule the tour dates that we mm. had from mm. this year uh, for next year. Some of that, frankly, it's it's difficult. Um, yeah. You, we, we don't know what is going to be uh, acceptable or not acceptable uh, yeah. in terms of uh, traveling. Uh, we don't know if it's going you know if a vaccine is going to be required or uh, how it's going to be uh, crossing borders in Europe or you know flying internationally. We really just don't know um, if there are things in place like a, a two week quarantine or something. Mm. I mean. That can, that could kill a band financially, you know, to have to sit around for two weeks. So oh, yeah, yeah. We're, just, we're doing whatever we can to sort of prepare for it and plan for it. And we'll just have to take it as it comes, I guess, as as things sort of become more um, – uh, more information, I guess, becomes available about what's acceptable or not acceptable. So, Yeah. yeah. It's to simply watch this space until everyone knows what is going on, really. That's right. And in and in the meantime, you know, like I said, we're just going to do the best that we can to sort of promote the record. Um, I'm I'm just about to ship out a bunch of pre-orders from the Heathen store. Um, I'm launching the Empire of the Blind guitar book. Um, And so there's a lot of a lot of things uh, surrounding the band um, that are going to be coming out. We've got a beer coming out. bunch of other stuff that we're going to you know whatever we can do during the during the next few months while while we can't tour we're going to do everything we can to promote the record and and stay busy fantastic Krogan thank you so much for your time really appreciate it oh you're very welcome thank you for the interview I appreciate your support and we look forward to getting over to the UK just as soon as we can Thank you very much for watching. You can check us out on gbhbell.com as well as on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and Tumblr. Go to Patreon to help us out over there. That's patreon.com forward slash gbhbl as well as Big Cartel where you can find some of our merchandise. We have a podcast running on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. And of course, if you like this video, do us a favour, hit the subscribe button and help the channel grow. Games, horror and heavy metal. What else is life for?